Welcome back to Flying with the Hits. How many of you remember the song by Sammy John's Chevy Van? (laughs) 1973's when that song came out. Now, when I first started hearing it anyway, was probably about 1975. I I believe we lived in Las Vegas, Nevada. And if you'll recall, Dad had just recently retired from the Air Force and we had moved there from uh, South Dakota. Oh man, that was an eye-opener there. (laughs) But anyway... You know, these songs uh, many times were kind of a a folk rock song. Uh, You know, even the Eagles uh, was kind of a a folk rock or country rock or Southwest rock, maybe, Uh, just depending on who you ask. But anyway, uh, Chevy Van, you know, I think the uh, inspiration for me anyway, and I think a lot of guys was about that time I was, I don't know, 14 years old, 15, maybe not quite old enough to drive. But, you know, I'm looking at the car craft magazines, the hot rod magazines and, uh, you know, the the custom van magazines. And, you know, to a 14, 15 year old boy like that, that's the equivalent of an eight or 10 year old kid looking at the Sears Christmas catalog. Uh, you know, you, your uh, imagination has got you behind the wheel and, and, you know, you're cruising Fremont Street and, uh, you know, you've got the windows rolled down and the stereo just you know, going and, and, uh, you know, your hair's parted down the middle and it's, it's, you know, mine wasn't terribly long, but it was long enough and you're cruising and you're looking good in your Chevy van. Well, you know, the inspiration behind that song, uh, was an actual encounter, you know, that he had picking up a female hitchhiker. Uh, and you know, I think the inspiration for the song just went from there, but, and nonetheless, you know, today, uh, it's in the music industry anyway, it's, it's been kind of considered or looked at as a one-hit wonder, not because necessarily it's the only song he had, but it's just the song, really the only song he was uh, remembered by, I suppose. I do know that there were cover versions over the years uh, of Chevy Van. Now get this, <laughs> a couple of the artists, now you're going to have to really stretch your imagination to to uh, in your mind to be able to hear these two people singing this song compared to Sammy. Waylon Jennings done a cover on it. I'm not real sure. <laughs> you may have to Google that and see if you can find a, you know, a YouTube video or something on that. I don't know, but it just doesn't seem like it's going to quite come across like it did. And and Cher, Cher was the other one that that uh, that covered that song. You know, I'm not I'm not a big Cher fan to begin with, but uh, to hear her sing that song, my goodness, it just don't seem right. <laughs> anyway, nonetheless. These renditions help keep the song alive and relevant for new generations of listeners. Let me tell you right now, if the new generation of listeners have to hear them sing the song, nothing against them, but it just doesn't seem like they're going to portray that song like he did. Anyway, you know, even nowadays, uh, we just on Sirius XM or or one station or the other, you know, I just listen to classic rock all the time anyway, and my daughter. Uh, of course, she's just in the car with me listening. She knows all the songs just like I did back then. And I, I don't know. I just think that's kind of neat that some of the kiddos now get to, to be a part of that great music, which is now classic rock, mind you, and um, learn those songs. I don't know. It's just kind of neat. Maybe maybe I'm just kind of living vicariously through what she's hearing. I don't know. Anyway, you know, back then, you know, I think that song came out and really complimented what was going on in the 80s anyway, or I'm sorry, the 70s. Uh, You know, custom vans, I think that, again, this is kind of when I 
coming of age to me anyway was was more of a I don't know maybe maybe by the time you hit the seventh or eighth grade you know you're kind of turning down that road of coming to age but most certainly I think from the ninth grade on you're 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 well underway you know you're old enough to uh, you know pick your own music. Uh, kind of do your own style, comb your hair how you want. You know, your folks ain't really telling you a whole, whole lot. I mean, they've they've lessened the grip a little bit, if you will. But uh, the vans, the custom vans, that's about the time I started uh, seeing those. And, and again, we were in Las Vegas. And I know that California has always, you know, kind of set the bar on, on a lot of things, whether it's, uh, you know, custom work or, or music or, or uh, clothing trends or you know, one catchphrase or the other. And, uh, so, I, so I don't know if it started in California or not, but nonetheless, in Las Vegas, we had no problem keeping up with the Joneses in the West Coast. And there just was some beautiful work there. And and I can tell you right now that when we lived in Las Vegas, you know, Las Vegas then in the 70s was kind of a different place than it is now. And uh, it, it still kind of had that small town feel to it. And was it nearly, nearly as big as it is now? Fremont Street was not covered, you know, downtown. And it just had that, uh, you guys know, if, you, if you've if you ever been there, but you know, back in those days, you know, the mob was still in control and things were just different. They were good. And and the custom work was great. Uh, you know, the choppers, the motorcycles that were customized. And now these vans, let's get back to these vans. You open the side door of those things. And shag, shag carpets everywhere, isn't it? Everywhere, top, bottom, floor, it doesn't matter. Now, a lot of those guys, you know, they get creative in there and they might put a little refrigerator in there. And, of course, I think all of them had a little bed or something in the back and, you know, beads. We used to call them hippie beads. But they would kind of separate the front part of the van where you drove from the back part. And they'd have them hanging beads or they might even kind of build a, Oh, I don't know, a petition with a little, uh, you know, walk, walk through there. And, you know, I've seen some that on each side, I'd have some stained glass in it or mirror, whatever. Uh, you know, these guys imagine it. Um, clearly their, their pers- uh, personalities uh, were uh, clearly visible in the work that, that they'd done or had done anyway. And uh, I think they, you know, a lot of times they, they just made it cozy in there you know let's hey what about the the swivel buckets you guys remember the swivel captain seats is really what they were called you know uh, in the front and in the back they might have one and uh, you know those were just the coolest things back then i remember the first time i ever seen those was in a chevy laguna you remember the chevy lagunas uh, and even uh, some of the monte carlos uh, when they made them big long boat monte carlos <laughs> had them swivel seats and anyway just the coolest thing but it seems like we just had a lot of, of uh, innovative uh, ideas and things in the 70s. You know, it seems like also that in the 60s, uh, you know, with this a- analogy that things were simmering in the, in the 60s, you know, and the, the pot's cooking the whole time. <laughs> we finally come into the 70s and the, the table set and dinner served and we kind of uh, got things, I don't know, uh, figured out a little bit better. <laughs> The 60s were, were uh, a hodgepodge of many things, and uh, it seemed like uh, the needle started pointing north again, and people headed in the 70s, and the bell-bottom jeans and the, the platform shoes, I'll never forget, uh, uh, 40 bucks. Had a little shoe store there, not far from where we lived, and had a pair of platforms that zip up the side, you know, they're like ankle ankle boots. They just went up to your ankle, zipped up the side. Oh, gosh, these things probably had three or four-inch uh, soles and heels on them 
had to have them and uh, saved up my money and bought them things. And of course, you get your bell-bottom jeans long enough that would uh, just long enough to cover the whole shoe, even the length of it, all the way down to the ground. You were cooking with Crisco then, dude. I'm talking about, man, you were uh, right there where you wanted to be. You were one cool cat. I remember a logo uh, back then that was uh, associated a lot with the custom vans. It was keep on trucking. It was a, a guy had a, a, a chain wallet, you know, the wallet with the, the chain that hung down. And he had that chain out there with one big old brogan foot stretched out there. And this picture depicted him swinging that chain, just laid back and keep on trucking. You guys remember that? And, uh, of course, disco balls. You know, I don't really, I don't know. I don't think I even heard the word disco till. But kind of the latter part of the 70s, I guess. But I had always grew up, the music that I liked was kind of the, the Casey Kasem Top 40 or whatever on Saturdays and, uh, you know, just the, the, the music that charted. I guess eventually it all kind of went to, most of it went to disco. You know, you had Saturday Night Fever and, you know, one of those things, John Travolta came along and kind of introduced the Bee Gees and all <laughs> Hey, these are great artists, mind you, but just just a different whole different road there. But anyway, I had a lot of fun back then. Just you know, in the summertime, and the music that we had uh, was just absolutely uh, just the coolest thing. You know, well here we are now, all these years later, right now, and van popularity is coming back, but kind of in a different way. It's not necessarily the custom vans like we. Uh, grew up with, but now they're sprinter vans. People's wanting to go camping in, in their vans and YouTube is just flooded with, oh, I live in my camper and I stayed in the Walmart parking lot last night. <laughs> now, mind you, I'm kind of a fan of that stuff too, but it, you know, and I know that, you know, a lot of them are customized, but they're customized just in the sense of they've made them livable. Back in the seventies, we customized them to make them cool. And boy, we were cool too. And I remember side, yeah, what are they called? Uh, side pipes, you know, on the side for your exhaust. A lot of the, I never was a big fan of those really. I'll tell you what I liked is, is you'd get, uh, oh, Thrush made some exhaust mufflers and they were just, they were real short. They weren't the, the glass packs per se, but they were just like a regular muffler, but they were kind of abbreviated. And they made that kind of a deep throaty sound. You guys remember that? Well, I, I remember liking the exhaust that went out past, the uh, the rear end underneath, and then they just turned down and uh, back far enough to keep it safe. You know, no carbon monoxide coming in or anything like that. But the the throatiness, the the deep bass from the from the exhaust would emanate from out from underneath the van. You know, at many times it just kind of caused the ground. You know, <laughs> just kind of just vibrate a little bit, give me that extra vibe, if you will. That you know, the just the coolness of it all. The Kragers. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. How many of you remember Krager Mags? Typically, a lot of times, you know, we'd put 70s on the front of our uh, vehicles. And oh, I don't know, what did we put on the back? 50s or, or something like that, or, or six, 60s, maybe something like that. Just a little bit, you know, wider of tire, maybe, maybe a smidgen bit taller. But it kind of gave those vans, especially the Chevy van, a really good stance. And it would just set so pretty and, and even sexy on, on the on the, the parking lot, you know, out there. And, 
you know, you could go stand in the front of it, take a picture of it. And I mean, that thing was just, it was just almost alive, you know, and, and just looking good, looking sharp. And uh, it seems nowadays they, you know, regardless of what brand, you know, cars just seem to be kind of a cookie cutter uh, stuff now. And nothing's, nothing seems to be original anymore. And let's get back to putting craggers on them things. <laughs> let's get back to putting some good paint jobs on there. Maybe we need to, uh, uh, take some, uh, you know, uh, advice from Danny Coker from Counts Customs. You know, he turns out some good stuff, really neat looking stuff there. And uh, well, anyway, when we lived in Las Vegas, like Counts Customs and stuff like that, that that's, stuff like that was just everywhere. And, and it wouldn't surprise me if it still is today. Uh, you know, where we live now, there's, there's, uh, we certainly don't live close to the West Coast anymore. <laughs> so I do kind of miss those things out there. The murals, you know, they painted on those things were just uh, really cool. But I, I typically like to, uh, well, there was just one. It, it was just, it was painted solid blue. It, it wasn't uh, real dark, but, and it had, uh, a, it wasn't baby blue pinstripes, but just about three shades lighter, real modest pinstriping on, on that uh, van. You know, sometimes in the pinstriping back then, in my opinion, they just went kind of overboard. Uh, you know, you could have stopped 27 pinstripes ago and it would have been clear that you were good at what you did <laughs> anyway this one just was modestly pinstriped and on the side of it it said hotel california and uh it was really sharp had the craigers on it no side pipes chevy van and uh you know the body and stuff i mean it had the you know the wheel flares and uh, you know, the opera windows and stuff like that. But the front had the tube grill in it. You remember the tube grills that they put in them? But the headlights and stuff were still factory. And, you know, typically I like I liked to to see them stick with the factory headlights because a lot of times, you know, some of those custom guys, they would, oh, my gosh, they would just go crazy. <laughs> Look like the off of, off of National Lampoon's Vacation. You know, the, they had so many uh, headlights that looked like a, the truckster coming down the road. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I didn't like it, kind of stuff like that, particularly. But to each his own. You know, you express yourself how you how, how, they, how they feel they needed to, and this really left the rest of us with good memories. And um, anyway, the song "Chevy Van," I, I feel really. I don't. I don't know if it was meant to or not, but coincidentally, nonetheless, it, it came along just right in the middle of all of that, and just kind of tied the whole thing together. And listen to that way, hey, we were all driving Chevy vans and cruising Fremont Street. Anyway, I'm going to get off here for now, and thank you guys for uh, tuning in again, and I'll be back soon. Y'all have a good day.